Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 134. We're going to talk about new teams, young coaches, young players, and some things that we have to keep in mind when we're working uh, in those kinds of situations. Before we do that, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support everything fast pitch at the same time. Now let's talk about patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. If you're in a position where you can become a patron, we would love for you to do that. We've got a great group of patrons that have kept us in business. Um, if you go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch, there's three different levels of monthly support that you can sign on for. And we certainly do appreciate the support. We uh, did our first uh, giveaway of some Pinnacle Power Butter products to Aaron Alondo, who's one of our patrons this past week. And we would certainly love to add you to the list of people who could potentially win some of those prizes. That's one more thing we're hoping that we'll say thank you to the people that have been supporting us and hopefully encourage a few more of you to come on board. So patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. So Don, whether it's a young coach, a, a less experienced coach, a young team, less experienced players, whatever that combination is, and sometimes I think it's a combination of both where maybe you have a younger and less experienced coach and a younger and less experienced team. Right. Um, there's a whole lot of things going on. There's a whole lot of wild cards, a whole lot of variables, and a bunch of stuff that we want our coaches to be thinking about. So if you find that you're in this situation, if you find that you're at that level of, uh, of the coaching spectrum, a couple of things for you to think about is, as you're going about your business. Number one is take nothing for granted. When I say take nothing for granted, I mean take nothing for granted. Depending upon how young the players are, and the uh, age and experience that they have, we can all remember laughing at the kid who played t-ball and ran to third instead of first, all right? And we kind of laugh about it. I'm sure, it's some sort of a you know a social media or YouTube hit. You know, there's the one that I laugh at every time I think about it with the little kid who was running to first base in slow motion. It took him like three minutes to get there and the coaches kept trying to encourage him to run faster and he just looked at him like no this is it this is what I'm doing <laughs> this is all I got yeah or you know for some reason he just that's what he thought he was supposed to do so this whole idea of taking nothing for granted i mean the most fundamental simplest things that those of us that have experience with uh the game would would just think like well that's obvious there is really nothing obvious in this situation and so we're going to have to always make sure that we're willing to and able to break down everything to its most basic level to make sure that all the players that we're working with have an understanding of the most basic things first. And we talk about kind of, you know, the value in going through all these podcasts that we've done is, you know, their working knowledge of terminology and, and confidence and, and knowing the things that uh, the coaches are presenting. Cause most of the coaches have either played ball or been around things for so long that they do take even simple terminologies for granted and and when we say things and present things to the kids you know they're nodding their head and they're looking at you and 
then you think, hey, they got it, right? Right. But that's not so much the case. Yeah, well, we've talked about that on uh, Everything Fast Pitch, that there's you know these coaching catchphrases that we all use uh, that I certainly you know have fallen into that trap. Now, when you're working with a bunch of really experienced players and you say something like, keep your hands inside the ball, at least some of them probably know what you mean. Now, some of them probably still don't. Make sure you call yeah. it. Yeah, when you talk about, you know, call the ball or, make um, sure you, you, know, call it. you know, make sure you back that play up. Well, if you have some idea of what backing that play up really means, you know, being told, hey, back that play up is one thing. But again, depending upon the skill level and understanding and knowledge of the players you're working with, you might have to go out there and take a player kind of by the hand and show them, okay, when the ball gets hit, this is your job. Now, I was encouraged. One of the younger brothers of one of the girls that I work with started playing t-ball. And the mom came back raving about how happy she was with the coach that was coaching the t-ball team. You know, I thought that you know, it was, was kind of nice to see somebody you know, really happy about a coach instead of, you know, I usually get the opposite of, I can't believe what our coach did this weekend kind of thing. Her son was asked to play right field. And instead of it being treated like some sort of a embarrassment or terrible thing or whatever, it ended up becoming the perfect thing for this player because the coach took the time and explained to the boy that every single time the ball gets hit, this is your job. And walked him through it. And I think kind of basically did take him by the hand and say, okay, you're going to start off standing here. If the ball gets hit anywhere on this part of the field, this is where you run. And it was, you know, she said like the most amazing thing that after that introduction to backing up first base was explained to him and probably not even in those terms, every time the ball would get hit, he would run right over there and do his job. He wasn't picking daisies. He wasn't, you know, staring at the clouds. He wasn't disinterested because he knew he had a a, a very specific job to do. And to me, that kind of, you know, hits the nail on the head for what we're talking about. That was a coach that was wise enough instead of saying, hey, Easton, you have to back up first base. He took the time to you know, show him exactly what that meant and exactly what it was supposed to look like and exactly how to do it. That's, and a, cool all of a, sudden, That's a cool name for a ball yeah, player. Right? And all, all, all of a sudden, in, in, instead of being confused, he knew exactly what his job was. And so if that coach keeps that same approach moving forward, when we start talking about things like drop steps and hitting the cutoff man and, and things like that, that those kinds of things, if they're explained the same way, a set very, up the relay. Yeah, a very young um, and inexperienced player can start to pick up on it and gain on it and learn, you know, learn very very quickly. So uh, the idea of uh, assume nothing and expect that you have to really go from zero to a hundred step by step, one step at a time, and sometimes it's going to probably be painful and 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 tedious. That that's what we've got to do. The second thing uh, in these situations with younger players, younger coaches is you as the coach need to be prepared for the fact that you are now the expert. So you're going to get all kinds of questions about all kinds of things, some of them related specifically to you know maybe the playing of a position, but it could be what size glove should my kid get? What size bat should my kid swing? What kind of turfs or cleats or whatever it is you know, should we be getting? Um, does she need to have a catcher's glove if she's going to be catching? Does she need to have you know, a first baseman's mitt if she's going to be playing first base. Those kinds of things are going to be the kinds of questions that you're going to be asked and probably be expected to have some sort of a response. And the I don't know is probably not going to get you very far in the credibility world. But if we don't know, too, we can get back to them on it. And, right. Yeah. yeah the, the, I'll, I'll work on it and let you know is one thing. Yeah. So that's an acceptable response. 
But so those kinds of things are going to be part of your day in and day out. You're going to have to get ready to explain to people that every position has value. And so just like we talked about the example of Easton playing right field, if you're taking the time to teach the players and, and making sure that they have some idea of why all these positions are important, then you'll have to spend less time probably explaining why the outfield is still a really important when it's, job. When it's not happening. Yeah. Right. But we want to be prepared for those kinds of things. And I think you can put the fire out when it's just starting to, to spark up a little bit by being ahead of the game at the beginning, or we can wait until the fire is a full-blown forest fire and then we're trying to put it out with a, with a sprinkler hose. No, I think it's a great topic, Tori. And again, for young coaches or people that are just getting started, it is an exciting time. And uh, to be able to walk through all that stuff and make it part of your regular routine, I think is going to go a long way. Right. Well, and I think the third part about it that I want us to talk about is just making sure that we're starting off from a point of realistic expectations. If you're working with a very young team, working with a first-year team, you know, you could even have an older team if it's just a brand new group of kids that you're putting together, that sometimes I think we really do have to take three or four gigantic steps back before we start moving forward again. We might have a group of players that have done cutoffs and relays and rundowns in the past, but if they've played on different teams, if they've done things differently, Slightly different, yep. um, you know, then it's going to be up to you to you know, get everybody on the same page. For most of the younger coaches with younger teams, a lot of times they're working with players that haven't, they don't have any preconceived ideas because they've never learned anything anyplace else. If I'm going to practice the first day with a very young team thinking, hey, remember that really cool pickoff play we used to run at first base? Thinking that that's the kind of stuff that we're going to get to work on, I'm probably going to be more disappointed than the players. Right. Right. And so making sure that that dose of reality has us with a plan in mind uh, that really does match up with what the skill level and the talent level of the players are. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't work towards doing some of that fun, advanced stuff, but the fun, advanced stuff isn't very much fun if we can't do the, the fundamental stuff that it takes to, to get there. No, again, it's all part of the process and figuring out where you're at. No sense in uh, getting too far ahead of yourself, right? right? And we got to figure out where we're at so we can have a good starting point. Yeah. And, and so the uh, fact that you're coaching is a beautiful thing. The fact that you're willing to coach younger, less experienced players is really cool. You know, we'll have some very young, very, very beginning level teams will come through the cages periodically, especially when we start to get in some bad weather. You know, we have this little defensive area that's big enough that you can you know, do a little bit of uh, you know, field, field work, some glove work. And it's always exciting to me when I see these really, really young kids coming through and to see people, you know, teaching them, you know, how to throw and catch, you know, how to turn your glove over when the ball's above the waist, you know, and, you know, where you're, you know, those kinds of, you know, most basic, basic things. And it, it kind of reminds us, I think, all when you see that. Where that, it starts. Right. And, and it's also kind of a reminder that it's always relative. And so even though you might have a player who's slightly more advanced, there's still some very fundamental things that those players need to continue to work on and, and, and polish up. For us as coaches, it's important that we always try to keep that bigger picture in perspective. So young coaches, younger coaches, newer coaches, I guess you could be old and be a newer coach. Sure. Don't take anything for granted. Assume nothing. The old, if you assume things makes an ass out of you and me, I think is no more relevant than in this discussion right now when talking about coaching kids. Be prepared to answer questions about all kinds of things. Try to be as well-rounded and knowledgeable as you can. And as Don suggested, if you don't know the answer, Get you, back can be, to you can be honest yeah. about it. But uh, 
expect to do a little bit of homework and do a little sure. bit of research so you can't answer it next time. And the good news is if you invest that little bit of time now, next time somebody asks you, well, what's a good size glove for my daughter? You'll already know because you did the research for the first one. You only had to say, um, I'll, I'll get back to you once because you'll have a better answer from then moving forward. No doubt. And dig into the archives here on all these podcasts. Yeah, Lots of good oh, stuff. There, yeah, there's between uh, coach prep and everything fast pitch, there's tons and tons of information. And for all young coaches, if you're just getting started, there's tons of resources out there. You know, I'd would tell you if you're looking for ideas, you can go to our website at fastpitchprep.com, go to our YouTube channel. Between Don and I and, and other people that have helped us over the years, um, there's a couple hundred videos. Um, you can look at the blogs. There's a couple, you know, 700 blogs with all kinds of different topics and ideas. You can go to YouTube. There's thousands and thousands of videos. So there's all different ways for you to gain more knowledge and, and, and expertise. And all of those are going to go a long way towards making this a new venture into coaching a whole lot more uh, enjoyable and, and something that's going to be a whole lot more manageable. So, Don, anything else for 134? As always, Tori, just looking forward to another great week. Perfect. Well, so for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening to this week's episode. We'll talk to you again next week.